Money, Riches, and Wealth is sponsored by the Financial Consulate. Say you don't need no diamond rings and I'll be satisfied. Tell me that you want the kind of things the money just can't buy. I don't care too much for money. Money can buy me love. This is Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Time now for Money, Riches, and Wealth. Here's your host, Drew Tignanelli. This is Drew Tignanelli here with uh, Michael P. McCarthy. Good Michael, to be how here. are you? I am much better than I was the last three three weeks oh, or so. And we've got Anita back, too. So that's uh, we've got a full gang here, you know? Hail, hail. The anyway, team's all here. We're on a um, open show tonight, Michael. That means our listeners again are our guests. We like doing that because as long as they want to ask questions, we want to answer those questions. If they stop answer, asking questions, then we'll assume they don't want us to answer anything. And uh, we'll bring uh, other people on. Last week we did have a guest because we always have a guest on the night before Thanksgiving. It's what we call our charity show and talking about philanthropy and why it's important in your personal finances. And uh, I thought it went pretty well, but uh, we'll leave that to Greg to uh, say how well it went or not. Greg said he had a great time. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that. Anyway, um, we're on an open show tonight. Now, tonight, you get to call in and ask your question, anything dealing with personal finances. If it deals with your money, we're here to help you and answer that question and if you think, uh, hey, this is something that could really help me, if you could give me some direction, guidance, or even answers on this question, uh, I would be greatly appreciative. And always keep in mind that when you call and ask a question, there's 5, 10, 15, who knows how many other people that probably wanted to hear the same question you're asking, but they're just not the kind of person to call into a radio show. So if you want to do it and let them hear your answers, uh, that would be a great service to all those others out there listening. 410-922-6680 if you want to call in. 410-922-6680. All right, Michael, your fingers are up in the air. Yep. Let's go to Arnold in Severna Park. Arnold, how can we help? Yes, good evening, and thank you for taking my call. This morning when I was listening to WCBM and I heard Drew on there, my ears perked up because I'm in that exact situation now. I recently already purchased a home in Florida, and I want to sell my Maryland house, of which is still my primary residence. And, and I actually do have a good real estate agent. She informed me immediately, do not register as a Florida res- resident until after you sell your Maryland home, or they impose that uh, exit tax, I call well, it. Wait a minute, Arnold. That's not that statement is not necessarily true. What's your What's okay. your Severna Park home valued at? I would guess between three twenty five, three fifty, somewhere around. Are you single or married? Single. Single. What'd you pay for the house? Uh, I paid one sixty, and I owe about. $70,000. I've lived in it for 20 years. So you could you could easily um, register as a Floridian. Now remember, every day you don't become a Floridian, you get to pay Maryland income taxes, okay? Yeah, I want to avoid that. Yeah, well, you want to avoid that. And your, your real estate agent is wrong, uh, right and wrong all at the same time, okay? They're right okay. that if you register as Florida, they'll try 
to impose the 7% uh, non-resident real estate tax, okay? But if you go ahead and register in Florida and you get a buyer, they choose the settlement company, and you send to the Maryland Department an MW506AE that says, I paid one sixty for the house. I have a $250,000 exemption of capital gains. This is my personal residence. You'll note that by looking at my tax returns for the last four or five years in Maryland. They'll do that, and they'll say, yep, this is his personal residence. Therefore, I have an exemption, no withholding. They'll say yes. They'll send a certificate to the settlement company, and there will be no withholding. Okay, very good. Now, uh, I understand you also live in Florida but still maintain your business up here. Do you have any uh, Florida offices? I'm in the actually the Palm Harbor near Tampa area. Well, we do have a Florida office that's here in Amelia Island, but we work with 90% of our clients now remotely. Very few of our clients want to come into our office anymore. They'd rather just stay home and meet with us over Zoom and and things of that sort. So, and that that's what we always say to people. We have what do we have, Mike. Now, thirty thirty two states. I've lost track. Of, we're we're registered in definitely well more than half the states in the United States. Okay, so and we can do business in any state. And we have clients Great. in one or two countries in the world too. That have so. Maryland. That have U.S. Uh, addresses. Yeah. Thank you, Michael, and have U.S. address. Don't forget that. <laughs> yeah, just the uh, one other thing real quick is, see, I'm dealing, I've, I've, uh, I've got, got some, some substantial investments and funds and dealing with an inherited IRA, and I have not taken a dime of that because my goal was not to take any of it until I'd become a Florida resident. That's why I'd like to set up some kind of an appointment with you. Well, inherited IRAs, you have to take some money out of depending on who you inherited it from and when you inherited it. Yeah, it's a 10-year it's uh, spend down. Uh, and well, I wait a minute. Let me ask you a question. Who did you inherit it from? My father. Your father was over 72 when he died too, right? Yes, he was. So starting 2023, you're going to now have to take a life expectancy payout and then have all the account distributed before the end of um, 10 years from when he died. That's a sure, new but, role. But I, don't have, I don't have to take it out this year or even next, do I? Or do you I have, have to start so taking out a life expectancy payout in 2023. Next year. Okay. Next year. And, this is, and you should have taken it out in the year he died or the year after he died and up until you know, period, but the IRS just def- just made this uh, explanation as to how inherited IRAs for somebody who's over 72 when they die, and they say now that they want a life expectancy payout, and it's now, if you didn't do it in the past, you got to start doing it in 2023. So beware of that. Florida okay? resident by then, hopefully. Yeah, well, you've only got a month or so to go. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. But remember, you can take your RMD any time between January and December 31st, and the day you take it is the applicable taxable date. All right? Okay. And I do right. that in 23, and I'm fine. 23, and you're fine. All right, my okay. friend. I got to run. They're screaming at me already. Sure. Thanks, Arnold. Okay, Great thank question. You. Yep, give take us a call. Care. 
This is Drew Tignanelli, and I have a question for you. Is your financial advisor a doctor of personal financial advice? Do you get strategies to reduce taxation, Social Security, Medicare advice, sophisticated retirement planning, investment allocation strategies, estate planning, or help with any issue of money? It is time you do a financial physical with me and my team at the consulate and experience the difference. You hear the depth of knowledge we have about personal finance, so do a financial physical and you'll experience what we believe an advisor should do for you. They should be independent, experienced, credentialed, fee-only, comprehensive fiduciaries. They should be a doctor of personal finance and not salespeople selling you products. Set up an introductory meeting by calling 410-823-SAVE, 410-823-SAVE, or go online, financialphysical.com. That's financialphysical.com. It's time you experience the difference. Now back to more of Money, Riches, and Wealth on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. We're back, Money, Riches, and Wealth, and uh, we've got callers on the line we on do. an open show, 410-922-6680. And I just wanted to say to Arnold one more thing. Uh, Arnold, you should immediately begin the process of making yourself a Florida resident. And, uh, and uh, the minute you get a contract on your house in Maryland, let Mike or I know, and we'll help walk you through the MW506AE and make sure that they do not withhold that uh, that resident tax because you don't need to pay it. You can prove that easily to the state of Maryland, and we'll help you make sure that that does not get withheld, and then you get all that time as a Florida resident. All right, Mike, let's rock and really roll good. with Tim. All right. Well, no, uh, Sylvia is up next. Sylvia in Baltimore. How all can right. we help? Sylvia. 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 Oh, Sylvia, oh. we're going to have to put Sylvia well, on hold Anita and go wants to your next me, one. Us, Anita wants a second. Hello. Oh, here's oh, Sylvia. How are Sylvia. you? Hi, okay. I wanted to find out some information on the uh, Medicare Part B deduction that comes out of my Social Security check. It's like $170 a month. Right. Um, yeah, so um, how often do they look at that? They look at adjusted gross income for the prior two years. Is that right? Yeah, so and, um, if in 2021 you had a big tax year, in 2023 your Medicare Part B premium is going to go up. Okay, so if it goes up to the next level, how long does it stay there? Do they look at it every year? They look at it every year, and they reassess. Okay. But okay, next year, are you, is 2021 going to be a big year for you? No, I, no I'm just, I just wanted to know how it worked. Okay, because next year the Medicare Part B premium is actually going down. It's going down to like 162. Right. So that's a good thing. And you got an 8.7% increase in your Social Security check. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. All right. Take care. Yes, Bye. they do look at it every year. Yep. What's up next, Mikey? Anyone? All right. Well, next we've got uh, Larry in Cockeysville. Larry, how can we help? Larry, Larry. I'm giving Anita a second because she's troubleshooting the board. And, you know, the uh, WCBM radio is a wonderful station, uh, and it's so wonderful that uh, parts of it are historic, and you know, including the board. So we, Larry, are you there? Can you hear us? No. Nope. Larry. All right. Larry, I'm going to put you on hold. Or Larry, are you there now? 
No? All right. Larry, if you're still there, hold on. She's working on it. Um, and I'm going to go to Gary and Perry Hall. Gary, how can we help? Hey, how are you doing? I'm going to share my ignorance here. I got a couple of questions. I'm turning uh, 72 in December. Okay. And uh, uh, I, I got I got to start taking money out of my account. Uh, I guess it's my 401k. I have two accounts. I have a 401k account, and I have a regular account that I can draw up anytime I want. But the, the 401k is what they take the the, I have to. I'm, I have to take out so much. Is that a sure. year or a month? Per year. Okay. It's calculated per year. You're no longer working now, right, Gary? No, I work one day a week. It's like a part-time thing I do. But not, not for the company that has the 401k for you. I'm sorry. Not for the company that has the 401k. No, 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 no. Okay. So then, yes, you're, you're absolutely correct. There will be a calculation done each year, and there's an annual amount you must take out. You can take it out monthly if you want, but it's a lump sum amount that must come out before the end of the year. All right, so, uh, and here's my other question. It's going to be like $4,700. Okay. So should I take taxes out of that? To play it safe. <clears throat> How much do you think you make in the course of a year, and what do you get your income? You got your little job, right? Yeah, I got my little job. It's maybe that's six, eight thousand dollars plus. I, I'm on a meager pension that I collect from a former employee, and that's like six hundred bucks a month. And after taxes, it comes like five sixty-seven a month. I've been drawing that since the early nineties, so. That's, you know, that's about my income plus my Social Security, you know. How much do you get in Social Security? About 2000 a month? Uh, yeah, but after I pay Medicare and all that, it comes down to about uh, 1600 a month. <clears throat> I wouldn't withhold any taxes. You wouldn't? If that's all your income, if your only income is the 6000 plus 6000 in the pension, plus the 4700 then I wouldn't withhold anything. You should be good. Mm, well, and Social Security. And Social Security is only a couple thousand a month. You yeah, should be good. Uh, you should pay nothing in taxes. Right. Uh, Are you single or married? Uh, I'm married. You're married. And is your yeah. wife and your wife getting other income other than yours? Yeah, she works, she works full time. I mean, she Okay, how much is she making? I'm going to say about 60 a year. Okay, so then now you now you're talking taxable income. So out of your forty seven hundred, I withhold twelve percent federal and eight percent state. Mm -hmm. So this forty, this when it comes down to it, I'll probably be collecting about forty two out of that forty seven hundred. Yeah, and I'll just roll that. Can I just roll that back into my other account? Yes, absolutely. Your tax, your account that's is that, after tax. Is that a wise decision since I've been losing money out of that account since. Yeah, well, look. The, you, anytime you're losing money, that's the time to start putting money back into the market. Because if you believe that America is going to still be the greatest economic power for at least the next five or ten years, then you right. want to keep investing when times are worse, not when times are best. So. Right. So get it back right, in the market. I appreciate you answering those questions for me. All right, Gary, great questions. I hate, to, 
I hate to display my ignorance. Over no, 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 no. Yeah, you're you're, you're in the same boat and same questions other people have that they're glad you asked. Uh, All right, well, Mike, who's next? Whoops. Um, so we have uh, open show, 410-922-6680, 410-922-6680. All lines are open. That one caller we struggled with um, was uh, vanished. So if you're out there, if you're out there and you want to call back in right now, the all lines are open. Yep. So we're on an open show tonight. Give us a call. we got to go on a pause in about uh, 30 seconds. Uh, but now would be a great time to call in because if you call in after we get rolling and we get three or four backed up at 645, it takes a lot more to, you know. So if you want to call in and ask a question, now is the time to do it. There's a little pause we'll be taking, but you'll be first up right when we come back. 410-922-6680. 410-922-6680. Now back to more of Money, Riches, and Wealth on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. We're back, Money, Riches, and Wealth. We're here on an open show here with Michael P. McCarthy. If you want to call in and ask a question, 410-922-6680, 410-922-6680. I think we have at least one caller online. Is it just one? Oh, yeah, we two. have two. So let's go right to our callers. But if you want to call in, 410-922-6680. Who you got up first, Mikey? You got Robert in Eldersburg. Robert, how can we help? The gentleman that just called that was 72. I was yep. curious why you didn't recommend him putting that money into a Roth instead of a um, brokerage firm. Since his wife is still working, doesn't he qualify for being able to put that into a Roth even at the age of 72? Yeah, he would, actually. And that's a good recommendation. So hopefully he's still listening that when he gets that RMD out, he would contribute, make a contribution to a Roth IRA, as long as their total family income's under two hundred thousand, and it sounded like it was. So well, you're absolutely well, right that that would be an excellent recommendation. Well, I think we him. were moving a little quick because he also had six or seven thousand dollars of W two income. Did he? Oh yeah, he did. So he could actually have Just it make on it his direct. own earnings. It doesn't really matter whether he actually, had. It on... I missed that too. Yep, he did. Yep. Yeah, but it doesn't matter as long as one spouse has the earnings, they both can do it, right? I've just fallen completely in love with Senator Roth, so... Yeah, um, well, we we wrote an article about everybody. Everybody should have a Roth strategy. Everybody should know what a Roth IRA is, and everybody should be trying to figure out how to maximize their Roth contributions. That was it. Thank you. Thank you very much. It. Good point. Excellent point. I appreciate you bringing it up because it could be very helpful to who was that we were talking to, uh, Mike? Was, My memory does not last that long. It was Tim in Northwest well, that's Baltimore, right. We've got wasn't it, it down. Yeah. So, Tim, if you're out there, hear what uh, Robert just said. Take that money that you're getting for your required minimum distribution and put it into a Roth. All right. IRA contribution. We've got go one ahead. caller that we'll go to just in a second here, but all the other lines are open. So 410-922-6680. The wait is not long at the moment if you're the next to call. Yep. Janine in Baltimore, how can we help? Janine. Hello. Hi, right, how Hi. you doing? Okay, how about you? Fine. What's up? Good. Hey, 
I don't, I've always wondered about this question. If you save money and you unexpectedly something happens and you pass away, and you have a will, and, uh, you know, you leave it to your children, you know, you, you have a will drawn up. So the money that, if, it, if it's anything, you don't get sick and you don't get any problems, uh, you have something to nowadays you don't have anything to leave um do you have to get taxed on that no there's no tax on leaving money to your children unless you're worth a lot a lot of money like oh, well, five or bad. five or ten million dollars oh wow that'll never happen unless i win the lottery maybe yeah well but you might win it you know if you win yeah, it you yeah. make sure you call us right yeah right i i certainly will you'll be the first on the list <laughs> What about um, if you, um, you were just talking about that Roth IRA. Yeah. It sounds like if you decided to put the money in something like that, would they be able to access it like that? Sure. If you, but you have to be working. Somebody in your family, oh, you, yeah. or your, you or your spouse, are you married? My, he's deceased. Okay. So are you working? No. <laughs> Okay, well you can't uh, you can't put money in a Roth unless you're working and uh, oh, okay. except except if do you do you have any do you have any retirement money? Do you have any IRAs or 401k yeah, monies? I do. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Okay. Well, if you have IRA money or 401k money, you could possibly convert it to Roth and that would be a very wise thing to do if you have somebody that can look at the tax situation and make sure that you convert under favorable tax circumstances. Oh. Where you, are you located? We're in Hunt Valley. Hunt Valley? In the, yes. In the fall or what? In the, no, we're, we're one across one the... Oh, 11019 McCormick Road, right across from Point Breeze Credit Union. Right, we're right across oh, from okay, Point Breeze okay. Credit Union. Yep. All right. All right? Give you a look up in. All right, you take care. Thank Thanks for calling. Thank Thanks you. for asking right. the question. It was a good one. Absolutely. Uh, what do we have on next, Mikey? We're about to go to Bob, but we got all the rest of the lines open. So, Bob in Lutherville, how can we help? Yes, um, I've been using, uh, I'm just turned 72, still working. I've had traditional, I mean, excuse me, uh, beneficiary IRAs, four or five of them from my parents. When I used to get the, the, the money taken out every year, I wait to the end of the year till December, mid. The money that I get that comes to me, I immediately I don't want to spend it, so I put it right back in my regular investments. And I can't see, I'm not understanding since you've already paid the tax on that, and when you get it, why would you put it in a Roth since money's already been paid? Why not just put it in something that can't be ever taxed again? Except well, that is a that is a Roth. There is no other account other than a Roth that will never be taxed again. So you're still working. Are you married or single? I'm married and still we're going to be working for a few more years, probably. Okay, so any money you get out as a required minimum distribution, and right. you and your wife are still, uh, one of the two of you is still working, you Both. can put in $14,000 a year, 7000 each, into a Roth IRA, which <laughs> is after tax, but the money grows tax-free. See, that's the okay. difference between a Roth and a traditional. You don't get a tax deduction for a Roth IRA. It's after tax. And when you put it in there, it grows tax-free. As long as you and your wife's total income is under 200000 Is it under 200000 
about borderline uh, now. Okay. But I'm yeah. just saying, if and I'll keep making it real brief. If if I if I'm taking this out of beneficial IRA, I pay tax on that money. I understand that that has to be taxable. Why can't I put it in not any kind of uh, just regular investments, just like because when you put it in a regular investment, any dividends they pay you, any capital gains you make, you're going to pay right. taxes on it. Okay, right? Okay, you have to report dividends. those. So, yeah, I won't get taxed on that full amount again. Just the, the dividends on it. Right, but you see, okay. if you if you bought that Exxon in a Roth IRA, you won't pay taxes on the dividends. You won't pay taxes on the growth. And you won't pay taxes on the distribution of the contributions either. The money comes out 100% tax-free. No matter how much money it makes, it's tax-free. Got it. The, the, question, the, the question I had, though, when I was taking it out, I should have interjected this. I have, not in my IRA, just regular investments. I have Maryland tax-free exempt bond funds. Would there be anything wrong with taking that money and putting in that? I, then I would never have to pay any taxes on that money, would I? Well, but you see, here's the problem with that. Tax-free municipal bonds tend to yield less than U.S. Treasury bonds. If okay. you put it in a Roth, you'll make a higher rate of return, 100% tax-free. Okay, and that all you, makes sense. I'm not sure. You always, always, Robert, want to, or Bob, right, Bob? Bob, you always, always want your money in a Roth, not after-tax account, not a regular account. You want it in the Roth. You want to do that 7000 for you and your wife every year. Since I have most of my money in, in T. Rowe Price, can I just call them? And this is the last question. I'm done. Can I call them and set one up? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, T. Rowe would be a okay. good place to do that with, Okay. Okay, thanks for all the all the uh, information. Thank you. Problem. It's a good question, and you know a lot of people don't understand the Roth, Mike. You know, yeah. and it's and Bob and Bob wasn't being ignorant on that. He just do, doesn't. He's never learned how powerful the Roth is. Well, and that's the sad thing. No one's ever probably brought it up and explained it. Yeah. Well, so. you know. Anyway. Well, we are on an open show. All lines are open. 410-922-6680. That's 410-922-6680. As the esteemed Andrew Tignanelli says, there's no callers on the line, so the next question is yours. But in the meantime, we'll be right back with more money, riches, and wealth. This is Drew Tignanelli, and I have a question for you. Is your financial advisor a doctor of personal financial advice? Do you get strategies to reduce taxation, Social Security, Medicare advice, sophisticated retirement planning, investment allocation strategies, estate planning, or help with any issue of money? It is time you do a financial physical with me and my team at the consulate and experience the difference. You hear the depth of knowledge we have about personal finance, so do a financial physical and you'll experience what we believe an advisor should do for you. They should be independent, experienced, credentialed, fee-only, comprehensive fiduciaries. They should be a doctor of personal finance and not salespeople selling you products. Set up an introductory meeting by calling 410-823-SAVE, 410-823-SAVE, or go online, financialphysical.com. That's financialphysical.com. It's time you experience the difference.
Now back to more of Money, Riches, and Wealth on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. We're back, Money, Riches, and Wealth. We're on an open show. We only have about 15 minutes left, actually, less than that, maybe 12. And uh, if you want to get online, we have no callers right now. Mike, you're not doing a very good job of encouraging I, callers I'm trying. to call Michael. I'm trying. I'm trying to, yeah, to pull trying. them in. 410-922-6680 if you want to call in. 410-922-6680. You know, uh, Bob's call was an excellent one to go through this with uh, our listeners uh, just to uh, know that Roth IRAs, are it's a no-brainer. I mean, it's a, any money you can get into a Roth IRA, there is nothing more powerful that you can do for your money. And if you've got money in a bank account or an after-tax brokerage account, just a regular brokerage account, and you're not developing a strategy to flip that over to Roth, um, because it, it's not something you can just do easily, right, Mike? you got to have... There's a couple steps, you can, depending you on either, your income. You can either do contributions or you can do conversions, Conversions is where you you take a traditional IRA or 401k money and you roll it over to a Roth. But when you do that, you have to pay all the income taxes on it. So let's say I have 50000 in an IRA and I say, oh, I got a great idea. I'm going to move it all to Roth. So uh, then I don't ever have to pay taxes on it. Well, you move that 50000 over to Roth and now you have to report 50000 of income. And if that pushes you into a... 32% tax bracket or something of that sort, that may not be a wise idea. Or if it destroys some of your tax credits you could get or whatever uh, tax situations it causes because you did that without thought, that may not be a good idea. The other way to get money into a Roth IRA is to do uh, contributions. But you have to know how you can do contributions. First off, if you're married, your income has to be under, let's call it 200000 If you're single, your income has to be under 130000 And um, you have to look at that and say, you know, can I contribute? And if so, am I under 50 or am I over 50? 6000 under 50, 7000 a year over 50. Um, but if your income is too high, there's other things you can do also. We do what's called non-deductible IRAs. If you have a 401k plan, there may be other strategies you can do. So, you know, it's a... It's a strategy that you have to develop, and it's important that you develop, and most financial advisors don't even understand the principles of Roth and how it works, et cetera, et cetera. You need to make sure you have a tax advisor that's walking you through the process. We have Brian on the Eastern Shore, Mike. Let's go to Brian. Brian, how can we help? Yes, sir. I, I... I've, I've been listening and heard you talking about Ross and traditionals. I have a traditional IRA that's probably two hundred fifty thousand, and of course, I'm in, you know my my situation is different. I'm self-employed, so I put the max amount in every year. But actually, while I was on hold, I, I was talking about rolling it over. Would it benefit to roll it from a traditional to a Roth? And I was kind of, you know, uh, you know, I'm 55 years old, so. So let me ask you a couple questions, Brian. What, Mm -hmm. What are you single or married? Married. How many employees do you have in your business, or is it just you? No, it's four. You have four employees, including yourself. Yes. Are any of them family? Excuse me. Are any of them family? 
No. Okay. And uh, in general, how much money do you make a year? A hundred, two hundred, fifty? Well, probably a hundred. Yeah. A hundred. Okay. Um, um, to, to me, of course, a business is different, but so so yeah. So when you do, when you say you put money into the IRA, you just do a traditional IRA of seven thousand a year for cor- you and your wife. Correct. I I just cut a check and and and. Uh, you know, put it in different mutual funds on my own. Yeah. Correct. Now, did you ever consider doing a simple IRA for you and your employees? I uh, I have, but I uh, haven't really dwelled in it to that much. To that. Do you the use negative, a payroll service? No. Do you use a payroll service? No, I do not. Okay. So you, you your accountant does the payroll for you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. And they don't use a payroll service, right? No, and I and I do do not offer any kind of four hundred one or anything like that because you know isn't there tax? You know, if 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 I do a four hundred one for myself, I need to offer it to the employees. I mean, this may be kind of out of your realm, but right. The simple IRA, no, it's not out of our realm at all. Simple IRA Mm -hmm. is just the only thing it would require is you'd have to match any employee who puts money in up to 3% of their pay. So if if your total employees make uh, 150,000 and they all participated, it would cost you $4,500 in matching contributions, worst case scenario. And they're not all going to participate. Right, right. If you can, if you're willing to accept that, you should set up a simple IRA. That'll give you the opportunity to do up to seventeen. Actually, it's like nineteen to twenty thousand dollars in contributions beginning twenty twenty three. Yeah, because I've had years in the past where it's kind, you know, at the, at year end when I when I decide to to contribute to my mutual funds. That I'm like, well, on I, I can only put six thousand in. I wish I could put fifteen thousand in, but I'm kind of, I'm I'm locked up because that's uh, all. You I'm know, if to I if I was your advisor, I would definitely mm-hmm. be talking to you and explaining to you the benefits of a simple IRA and why you should do that and why it would help you, even if it does cost you to match the employees' contributions, but. If the employees put in zero, you put in zero for them. If the employees put in their full salary, then you just have to match 3%. Worst case scenario is probably $4,500. And and as principal of the business, I can can put in, would you say, up to $17,000? It's actually, I think, what's the 2023 limit? I think it's like 19500 in 2023. I'm almost positive of that. The new number. Now, now would that be a set-up plan? Or, I mean, because I'm I'm happy with what I've been investing in for the last. You can invest in all the same things, all the investments you're doing. Who are you doing your investments with? I'm with Vanguard. Vanguard will set up the plan for you, and you can do all the same investments, but you'll now be able to, you'll still be able to do the 7000 a year plus the 19000 That's the cool thing. 22500 Okay, so you're, you're saying probably your advice would be to just leave my, my traditional that I have, which has been making money. I mean, of course. Yeah, but you're, you're going to do the same money. investments, my friend. 
but you're now going to be doing twenty-two thousand dollars into the for the simple IRA instead of just seven thousand into the traditional IRA. And I okay. would switch every year. I would contribute the seven thousand a year into a Roth IRA, but in the simple okay. IRA, it's always pre-tax. And, you know, okay. it's 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 just listening to you. I'm telling you that this is something you seriously should consider. It'll be an absolute win for you. As long as you're willing to accept the worst case scenario, you might have to put out $4,500 or so for your employees. Well, and you said it's a C-Corp, didn't you? Yes. Yes, even more so because no, no, he doesn't... No, excuse me. It's an, excuse me, it's an S-Corp. Okay. S-Corp. S-Corp. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, like, you know, I was a sole proprietor LLC when I first started, and then, of course, I changed it to an S-Corp, but I'm still... You know, the sole, sole owner of the business. Owner. So, yep. Yes. All right. Well, I got to run, but if you want any help from us, you know how to get in touch with us. All right? Good talking okay, to you, I Brian. Great question. It. Take yep, care. Thank you. We're going to go real quick to Jim in Ellicott City. Jim, how can we help? Uh, yes, hi. Uh, I forget the terminology for an RMD once you're uh, now the age 72 and you're required to take RMDs. And you right. want to give the money directly to a charity. What was the uh, acronym for that? Is it Q something? QCD. That's it. QCD. Qualified Charitable Distribution. Okay. I have a question. Uh, uh, does the state of Maryland tax that? No. No. Oh, my God. I'm sure they're working on it, though. I'd have to check in on what Maryland. My- Maryland follows the federal tax return. They don't. They uh, don't. Okay. They they so if you get the deduction on the federal return, Maryland allows you to have the deduction on their return. You know, and there's a reason Maryland does that. They do it because they want the federal government to do their tax compliance. So it wow. minimizes the amount of tax compliance they have to do. When they structure a lot of their own laws saying, Hey, you gotta pay tax on this, et cetera, et cetera, you know, now they have to do the compliance on that. But if they just follow the Fed, then they say, if the Fed comes up with an error on your part, they'll notify us and we'll notify you. But, Jim, don't forget our big advice there on those, which is have your financial institution write the check out to the charity and have them give it to you so that you can hand that check over and get your receipt that you that you have to have. Okay, right? this would be coming through Vanguard. Yep, so make yeah, Vanguard, okay. cut the check to the charity, but mail it to you, and then you take it to wherever it's going. And then ask yeah. for the receipt. Make sure you get a receipt. Qualified charitable uh, distribution still require a receipt. All right. And one, one quick uh, uh, change of topic real fast. The gentleman that called in moving to Florida, he's single, so he's got a quarter of a million uh, exemption on it, of gains on his property. Uh, does any, can he also include any uh, upgrades to the property? Yep. That after yep we did it? that. We calculated that with him. Oh, very good. Yeah. All right. yeah, I'm actually working on that, too, because we may be moving to Florida. Well, good. Join right, join the friend. flood and keep driving Drew's house price up. <laughs> See All righty. We'll do that. Bye. Take care. Take care. Well, Mike, always good to be with you. Always Nita, good. good to have you back. This is Drew Tignanelli saying God bless. Things are gonna